Hello and welcome to Talking Tent, a show about movies, TV, and all the content we can possibly consume. I'm Zach. And I'm Irma. Today we are talking all of the movies and television shows coming out in September and giving our Excitometer score pen pending. It feels like just yesterday we were doing August's Excitometer score. Boy, how time flies, huh, darling? Sure. We just finished up the month of Irma. Oh, okay. August is over. August is over. So let's start with some quick marital bliss. We discussed it last episode, but we're going to bring it back up this episode. It was just Irma's birthday. Happy birthday, darling. And last night, we went to our big fancy dinner. Very fancy. Uh, right around the corner from us, which is kind of cool, a tasting menu restaurant Brand called, new. called Restaurant U, Y-U-U. -U. Uh, and is a Japanese guy that apparently studied and trained in Paris. Uh, so there was like a lot of Japanese influence and a lot of French influence. And it turned itself into a very delicious meal. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, it was a lot. It was so good. Uh, it was so like, so we have definitely done tasting menus before, but th yeah, for lots. some reason this felt different. It did? But like it was like, um. It was like a sushi counter almost, you know, yeah. like that style, um, which is, I would say you would expect like more of like a restaurant, I don't know, table setup. It depends. Like Blanca was like that. Well, I know Blanca is still my top, but this definitely is up there. Um, yeah. No, this was amazing. The service was fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things when, you know, restaurants are potentially chasing michelin stars yes uh just you know welcomed in ushered to the bathroom every time you stood up to to move or to go to the bathroom when you came back someone was right there to help you into your seat yeah they had um A purse stands stand. for for irma's purse and for irma's jacket you know just real classic stuff one of my favorite things that that bothers me about especially sushi restaurants because you're doing a lot of eating with your hands mm -hmm. and this restaurant because it was so Japanese inspired there was a lot of hand eating when I go to the bathroom and those soaps are like the strongest smelling stuff and uh, uh, secret a lot of times at restaurants I don't wash my hands because I don't want to have the unbelievable smell ruining what I'm eating and this place had unscented soap. Well, not only did it have unscented soap, it had two different types of soap. Yeah. It had Lalabo, which is very fancy and expensive. And then it had an unscented, unscented soap, soap for freaks like me. Yeah. That it really bothers me. I think about it all the time when I, well, I think that's especially what at you're sushi supposed restaurants. to be using. Uh, so, yeah, it was wonderful. And then the food was uh, delicious. Yeah. For the most part. And the design of the restaurant, I thought, was really beautiful. I think this is going to get a Michelin star pretty quick. Yeah, we'll see. There's so many restaurants in New York. That's the hard part. This would be our second time. If it does, second time in, in each year, we have to go to a new restaurant trying to get Michelin stars. And then the next time the stars come out, we'll say, oh, we were already there because I mean, Saga I think we went to. service was way better than Saga, to be honest. Mm. Different. But this one was yeah, very well, like... They were there. Well, yeah, it's just like the, the Japanese influence of it, yeah. of them just being so courteous and aware of everything. Yeah. They were so courteous that I couldn't hear them because they were speaking yeah. so low. So they spoke so quietly when they were describing the food. 
uh, yeah, it was a delight. We love oh, it. And they also, Indian. one thing that I've never seen before, which I thought was so cool is that, okay, so they have like a seating at 6 PM and then a seating at 9 PM. When we got there, we were like, I think the second people to get there, they took us to our seats. Um, so we're sitting behind. Man-carded. Also, all of the seats were assigned. Yes, they were assigned. Nice. Um, and so we're sitting at this counter and I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And I assume like, oh, the kitchen's in the back. We just don't see it. Um, and then everyone starts trickling in. I would say most people are there. Some inconsiderate people get there a little late, but whatever. Late. And then I would say it was like at 6.15, all of a sudden these velvet curtains that I hadn't really noticed previously open. And then the chefs are all standing there and they like, take a bow and it's like a performance it was like a show like you see into the kitchen and like that's how they started it i just thought it was amazing i don't know was, i've never seen that before yeah. the guy to, like, came out you. a bunch of times we talked to him he was very nice yeah he was very nice that's it that that's was our it. big news <laughs> yeah recommend go to restaurant you yeah why you you in greenpoint all right that's get right to it that's blast through these we are going to start with the movies does September have a lot coming out? I know, what is it? The two movie festivals or the three movie festivals are out or about to start. We got Venice, we got Telluride, and we got Toronto. Toronto. Um, yeah, so that actually made putting this list together a little bit difficult because some of the sites and the lists I was looking at included the Venice premieres. Mm. And like it would say th like the uh, new Yorgo Yorgos Lanthimos Which I'm very excited about. Was on a list. And I was like, that is definitely not coming out this yeah. month. But it's because they were talking about the the um the Venice whatever. premiere. Yeah. yeah. The premieres. Uh yeah, there's some good ones. It's okay. a weird month. We're we're gonna see. Starting right off with a cheat. That's how you start a good podcast is you cheat. Uh it's just another an announcement go see bottoms it is opening wider now so nationwide small town little town i saw an article uh that is really overperforming. it went from 10 screens when we saw it so we were way I, we were further ahead of the curve that i realized it went to 715 screens it did really well this last weekend which means it will continue to expand to over a thousand screens so go see this movie have it make money so that more of these movies can be made. And what's the name of the movie? Bottoms. Bottoms. Yes, it was quite good. Did you forget? Well, you didn't or really you say it. you wanted to clarify. Yeah, okay. you just clarify kind of went right into it. Lovely listeners, go see Bottoms if you haven't. It's fantastic. But now for real. On September 1st, so it is already out. Sorry, we're a little late. But the Equalizer 3 is out in theaters. It is the third and final, they say, installment of the Antoine Fuqua, Denzel Washington, revenge action, murder, killer, awesomeness, taken style thing. Uh, you have any thoughts on this, on this series? Well, this feels like a very like dad movie. Like, I don't think I have any relationship to the equalizer, but like, who knows? Maybe people will show up for this. I mean, Denzel is still pretty much like a household name. So I don't know. It's hard to really say. I'm kind of on the same plane as Irma, though. I definitely, I think, I'm still not going to say definitely. I think I've seen both. I couldn't tell you what happened. Mm. I couldn't tell you, like, I've heard they're good, but I don't remember them being good. 
So like, it's just not my thing that I'm looking forward to. I'm sure if, I, if we rewatch them, we'd be like, oh yeah, these movies are really cool. Uh, but it's, you know, it's just not one of those series, series that I'm like super pumped about. So uh, yeah. uh, five, we'll see it when it comes to streaming and go, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah. Like I doubt we'll go to the theater. Yeah. So same, a five. And the next week, September 8th, a movie that I didn't know about until I was putting this list together. It is called Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. And it is based on a YA book about a gay Hispanic coming of age story set in 1987 El Paso, Texas. Mm. Uh, So it sounds fine. It sounds like it could be good and heartwarming, maybe funny. Uh, potentially sad sometimes gay stories especially in the late 80s in texas i imagine there's gonna be some trials and tribulations it being ya makes me think they will work through those trials and tribulations and teach a lesson hopefully you said this is on netflix no i think it's just a real movie wow let me make sure well the books yours must be big then so I just looked it up and it's a little confusing. Something said it's going to be streaming on everything mm. very soon, but I don't know. It definitely comes out in theaters. And, That's cool. And I may, I don't know, but that it might be streaming before the end of the month. Well, I don't know about this movie. I've, I mean, I've never heard of it. Um, I doubt we'll go see it in theaters. I mean, hopefully it's like a joyful rom-com and maybe if it gets good reviews, maybe we'll go. It could be something like Bottoms or something else that maybe kind of trailblazes and <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'll say also say like a five. Five. Off to a wonderful start. On the same day, September 8th, The Nun 2 comes out. That's this Thursday, Friday. It's the ninth installment in the Conjuring Cinematic Universe, the CCU as everybody is calling it. Uh, when you factor in the true the True Blue Conjurings, the Annabelle movies, and the Nun movies now, which I didn't see the Nun movies turning into a, its own franchise, but hey, that's just me. I feel like I keep confusing this with like The Exorcist because they look so similar. Like this is not the one with Storm Reed. It is not. Okay. But this is the one with the like the little girls like looking into the room. No, this is the one with nuns. Yeah, nuns. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nuns. I don't know about little girl. I don't, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like very scary. Every time I go to the theater, I'm pretty sure it's that one. Yeah, they show the nun. I think the nun itself as a, as a character, at least how it's designed, is very scary. Uh, but no, the, the Exorcist trailer is the one that looks crazy. When, when the two girls are, get possessed and are going nuts. Uh, this is not that. This is just another nun movie with uh, Thaisa Formiga, which when I saw her, I was like, is that Vera Formiga's daughter? Because Vera Formiga is in the uh, real, the full, the actual Conjuring franchise. And it is not. It is her younger sister by 21 years, which is pretty wild. But hey, family is family and uh, good for her. Uh, so, yeah, the Conjuring movies, the first one was really good. They've gotten like fine. Annabelle was actually really good. The first Annabelle uh, I tend to see them all. I don't see myself going to the theater for this one just because September starts to get crazy. Uh, so I'm going to say a six. Yeah, I definitely will not be seeing this. Whatever trailer I've been seeing has been scaring the shit out of me. 
So yeah, I'll say a one. <laughs> Next same day, or oh, I guess well. no, because I do kind of want to see this. I was going to say, while I go see none too, you can see this movie. Um, but my big fat Greek wedding. Three yeah, comes out next weekend on September 8th. Okay. And it is the it's a family reunion. All the gang is all back together in Greece. Yeah. Family reunion in Greece. I want to go to Greece. Yeah. Intent. Yeah. Looks nice. Uh I can't believe how long ago my big fat Greek wedding one was like a sensation. Yeah. That was a long time ago. I think we were in like middle school, so high young. school. Yeah. yeah, we were young. And they made the second one at one point in the middle of that. Yeah, I feel like I don't remember that. And then the third one is coming out now. I'm surprised you said you want to see this. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a delight. Yeah, it's true. I did really love the first one. I feel like I watched that recently for some reason. Maybe it was like on TV and I'm like, sure, I'll put this on. Yeah. Uh, excitometer score for my big fat Greek wedding three. I don't have that I'll much more to say. I'll say a six. I'll say a six. I'll say... Uh, five. Okay. Yeah, so September's off to a rough start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much. Week three of September, the next week. So it sounds like we're probably not, well, it sounds like we're probably not going to the movies for those two weeks. What Which do you think? Which is kind of fine yeah. by me. Unless, we go so much. Yeah. Not that I, I don't mind going. I, I do enjoy going, but I just wish there was like a theater in Brooklyn that we could go to more easily. Um, yeah. As longtime viewers know, we are um, loyal AMC patrons. Yeah. So, hey, AMC, sponsor the pod and Feel the free. YouTube. And build a theater in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Yeah. Make it make it a little bit nicer. Yeah. Or Long Island City. I'd be happy to go up there and build an IMAX, not in Lincoln Square. Do it in Brooklyn. Well, they have them. They're just baloney. Well, that's what I'm saying. Build a the real, real one. Yeah. So there's not just one in all of Manhattan. A real one. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah, I know. It starts to get into minutiae because all of them have it. Just no, the Lincoln's- That's not what I'm saying. You know what I meant. Yeah, but the people might not. There's only one true IMAX in New York City. That's true. And it's weird. Just build another one. The next week. September 15th, uh, another movie I didn't know about, a lovely stop-motion animated film by the writer of Ratatouille. He is now writing and directing this movie. It's called The Inventor, and it is about Leonardo da Vinci on an epic world uh, globe-hopping adventure uh, exploring the meaning of life. And it's got, it's got a solid cast. So uh, Leonardo da Vinci is Stephen Fry whom you'd recognize if you saw them, a lovely British gentleman. But Daisy Ridley, apparently he explores the world with a princess, and Daisy Ridley is playing that princess. Uh, Matt Berry from What We Do in the Shadows, Nadia, mm. we love him, is playing the Pope. Uh, Marianne Cotillard is in it, so she always brings a gravitas to any project. Uh, and I don't really know anything about this. It, I, don't, I didn't know it was a thing. I think it's an indie flick. It was in some sort of film festival, but I'm sure it's going to be quite delightful. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It sounds super whimsical, and I love that. Um, and stop motion. I've always really liked stop motion. I feel like it's like something that's so difficult to do, and it goes pretty underappreciated. Um, yeah, I like this. I mean, I like the idea of it, I guess. Agreed. It sounds quite lovely and 
if anybody, if if you all know the story behind me and Irma meeting, we saw Coraline on one of our first dates, which is a stop motion animated film. So stop motion has always been like a special, a special thing for us. Mm-hmm. So what's your score? Uh, I'll give this a seven. I'll also give it a seven, a little bit better than some of the things that we've been uh, we've been talking about recently. We'll see if we find time to actually go see it in theaters, though. Again, September, it gets pretty busy. On the same day, September 15th, one I know Irma is definitely excited for a haunting in Venice. Ooh, I'm very excited for this. I just read the book that it's based off of. So this is the third in the Kenneth Branagh, Agatha Christie, uh, her... Her, her, Hercule Perot. Yeah, I couldn't say the name. Um, and it is based on the Agatha Christie book called Halloween Party. Yes. From what you've seen, mm-hmm. it looks like it is loosely based. Yeah, it's very different. I want to say like some of the characters' names are the same and maybe like the actual murderer is the same, but it looks like the story is almost completely different. Um, and I want to say people didn't love uh, the first two Kenneth Branagh adaptations of Agatha Christie novels, which I kind of disagree, to be honest. Um, I enjoy them. I like Kenneth Branagh as Hercule Perot. I think he does a good job. I know that's probably like a bad take, but whatever. Bye. You can have your own opinions. Yeah, I, I liked Irma's Murder a, on the Orient Express. A lot of people hated it. Irma's a Agatha Christie super fan. We have not, so I don't many. know if I'm a super fan. I'm I don't just know. a fan. We, you have a lot of her books. <laughs> yeah, you better watch out. Oh, what? oh no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's trading to get away with murder. <laughs> no, he, they always get caught. It's true. They always, they always get, get caught. caught. Um, I'm giving this a 10. Solid 10. I'm going to see this movie, yeah. whether you're there no, with me I'll or not. Come. Also, it looks kind of scary from the yes. trailers. I mean, I doubt it's actually scary, but... You have to come with me, I think. It might, it might be a little scary. The trailers do look scary. Yeah. I love me some horror. So, yeah, I'll come there to, to rub and your this, leg when you get scared. And the cast looks stacked. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh, Tina Fey, Jamie Dornan, to name a yeah. few. Obviously, Kenneth Branagh is back. Yeah, it looks, it looks good. Yeah, I'm excited for this. And early, they're getting it in before the onslaught of October horror. Which is interesting. Which I think, a, I yeah. mean, you also said The Nun. I feel like this happens like every month. There's like a trickle. True. I already forgot about The Nun. <laughs> That's how excited I am. We talked about it. And the it. Raka Raka in August. Yeah. The Hand, whatever it was called. Talk to me. Okay. Not my thing. Go see Zach. Talk to Me. It was the best horror movie of the decade. Next movie. Another one I hadn't heard of. There's a lot of these uh, smaller name movies coming out this month. And this one is coming straight to Netflix. No theaters. Okay. On September 15th, it is called El Conde. Hmm. And it is Pablo Lorraine's new movie. Okay. Famously of uh, Spencer and Jackie. Oh. Spencer, which I loved. You I know love people, Spencer. People are, are up and down, back and forth. But I really love Spencer because I kind of considered it a horror movie. Yeah. Which it's, is why it's I loved weird. it so much. And I feel like I appreciated the weirdness. Because I've seen so many straight um, royal adic- depictions, I would say. And I liked that this was like a little like left of center. Yeah. This one seems like it will be a little bit funnier. It is a satirical mm. alternative history. Okay. 
placing Augusto Pinochet, who is the real life Chilean uh, dictator from okay. like the 70s to the 90s. I'm sure like a lot of people have heard the name Pinochet. They might just not understand what that means. Yeah. They just know it's bad. Mm-hmm. And because uh, Lorraine is from Chile. So right, this right, is right, like. Right. His, I think I actually have heard of this now that Roma, you're describing except it. Yeah. It is about what if Pinochet was an old vampire? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's about the end of his life where he gets like, it sounds like he gets like bored of life and wants to die. Huh. So I don't know where that's going to go. It sounds like it could be um, really cool. Yeah. And just like really imaginative, uh, slightly scary, maybe slightly satirical, like a, like a veep yeah. kind of vibe, you know. Does this have anyone like super famous in no. it? I don't know. Interesting. Uh, I, I like think, it. Well, because I think it's like, I, they're all Spanish speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as, I mean, yeah. I don't know. No, no American Bar- celebrities. No Javier no. Bardem. So I'm going to say just based on his previous work and the idea sounds cool. What did we just, uh, I said seven for something. I think this is, this has got to be my highest for the month. So seven and a half. Wait, what did you give of Venice? I think seven. <gasps> oh, I, maybe I didn't say. Yeah. I don't think you said. Oh my God. Wait, I'm offended right now. You're giving it a seven. You said 10. I said 10. For Venice. I say seven for Venice. It'll probably be fine. I don't know. Oh, you're such a no. Okay, but this one. This one, seven and a half. She's like, you and your halves should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say a six. We'll probably see it. it's on Netflix. So yep. easy. Um, the story just sounds a little odd, though I do like his previous work. So yeah, we'll see. And finally, for that week. Same day, September 15th. That's four movies on the same day. This one is called Love at First Sight. Mm-hmm. You know, we love a coming of age rom-com. This one is starring Haley Lou Richardson from White Lotus. Ah, we love her. And Ben Hardy, who is from X-Men and Bohemian Rhapsody. Obviously not Rami Malek, but I think he was in the band. Yeah, Okay. And it is about Haley Lou Richardson's character traveling to London for her father's wedding, presumably second wedding. Okay. Uh, and she meets Ben Hardy on the flight. Okay. So the meet cute is on the plane or right before they board the so plane. So this is a mainstream rom-com. Yeah. They're back. I'm telling they're back. you. They are back. People are, lo- people are loving it. We love it. Even when they're bad, they're, they're always good. good. Yeah. yeah. It's just like usually delightful. Yeah, sometimes jokes. you just need that. And I'm happy for I'm here for it. Yeah. So this is going to be in theaters. And while Zach's Googling, Meg Ryan announced that she is doing a comeback. So of a starring in rom-coms. It's on Netflix. Even easier. Yeah. That makes way more sense because what does. I was thinking, this doesn't sound like it's coming out in theaters. It's a classic Netflix poll. And we'll definitely watch it. So we could we could double feature a weird freaking Chilean vampire yeah. movie with a probably straight down the middle delightful rom-com. I love it. Yeah. That sounds like a wonderful Friday night. It really does. In the middle of September when I will be away. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no. we Yeah. We'll do it on uh, when I come back. Or I'll just watch this on my own by <gasps> no, myself. I want to watch it. You can watch it by yourself. I cannot watch it by myself. Yes, you can. I don't know. Oh, what's your score on a movie you just learned about? Uh, I'll say seven. I like a good rom-com. Same. Seven. I like a good rom-com. 
we like a good rom-com. I feel like you're just stealing my answers. Yeah, some of these... It's a weird month. It is a weird month. Lots of stuff. Before no, the like heavy mega hitters. stands out. We, yeah. Like obviously July had the two monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then August had a few sleepers that ended up being fantastic and yeah. talked to me. Um, bottoms. And bottoms. So we'll see. Maybe some of these will stand out. Mm-hmm. We never know. Finally, week four, the last week in September, on September 22nd, Dumb Money comes out we've seen the trailer a bunch with oh, paul dano so many times about I've seen this trailer. the, the um, gamestop stock extravaganza that was happening over the pandemic mm-hmm. uh it looks like kind of like um uh um like a big short-esque breakdown yes. of a recent financial situation although this one probably this one doesn't look quite as funny i think it looks really funny yeah. to be honest i mean it has seth rogan and it has pete Ugh. davidson i mean i don't know i'm a pete little Dick. I'm a little sick of those two, if I'm being completely honest. But Paul, the Paul Dano factor, mm. I find whatever he does to be like so interesting, and he's always so good. Um, Batman aside, no. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was kind of weird in Batman, but whatever. Well, they did. They just didn't use him properly. Yeah, they didn't use him correctly. He is fantastic. Um, you know, I'm saying he is always great. So, like, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think we'll see this. To be honest, yeah. I guess it depends on what else is coming out this week. Um, but yeah, like I said, I really like Paul Dano. I'll say an eight. Wow. I know. Is that, is that too high? Uh, me? Yes. Paul Dano. Absolutely. A hundred percent with you. Everything. Like he's one of the people that if America he's. America Ferrer is also in this. True. If Paul Dano is involved in something, he is like, I. He doesn't seem so far with his oeuvre. It doesn't seem like he puts himself in movies that he is question like he's yet to be in a bad movie. I feel like everything yeah. he's in is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got wonderful taste. And I guess like exactly. you're, you're only picking from a script like you don't really know. Yeah. But so far, it's worked out. Uh, and so, yeah, he gives me the benefit of the doubt. It's like very recent history where sometimes it's like, yeah, I kind of know this whole story and be like interesting to see funny people portray it. But I don't know. I didn't become a millionaire off it, so I'm probably going to watch it being a mad. Like, damn, if I just looked at this Reddit channel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of like that this is going to be a movie rather than, like, one of those, like, miniseries that they've been doing a lot yes. of. Like, with, like, the... Um, like a docuseries. Like series. Uber, yeah. Oh, oh, like a fictional... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and the, the dropout. Yeah, the dropout. And what was that other one? There are um, so many of them. The, wor- the workplace one. Uh... The Workshare. Freaking, what the hell is yeah, that name I, of the company? Oh we work. God. We work. That's it. I don't remember what the name of the show was, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of those. Hopefully, they were done with those. Now it's just a two I know, but movie. like, I'd rather see a movie and then be done with yeah, it. Getting, you know what out. I mean? Um, anyway, so yeah. Well, no, you gave it an eight. I did. I'm going to keep my streak of sevens. Ugh. Right? Yeah, right now everything feels like totally fine. On the same day, September 22nd. The Expendables 4 comes out. I'll be honest, I thought we were done with The Expendables, and then I saw this trailer that starts with Megan Fox and Jason Statham, and I went, oh, that could be maybe interesting. And then they show the rest of the crew, and I went, oh, never mind. So I'm not so excited for this. I think the first one, and even the second one, you want to make a sequel to something that kind of surprised people, sure. 
that were interesting. Like the first one was a novel idea. That's bring all of the, these kind of eighties action heroes back in this, this big adventure. Uh, and now as like a fourth movie in a franchise, we've kind of had franchise fatigue with a lot of these movies. Even the fast films have been like fine. If you listen to some of the previous podcasts we've had when we saw fast X. So I can say I'm thrilled about this one. And I, again, doubt we'll be rushing out to see it in theaters. Yeah, it seems like they're framing this one as Jason Statham is like the main character, I guess. Yeah, well, that's certainly how they they frame the trailer. And I'm wondering if that's just them trying to save what is a bad. Movie. Well, I guess that's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like in the past movies, is he the main guy? Because I, I mean, I genuinely like Jason Statham and he is very like. I mean, maybe not of the moment, but he is um, more compelling, I would say, for like audiences right now. Maybe that don't have connection to the older guys and maybe they're trying to like bridge the gap between like older dads and like younger guys who would be interested in this. Um, between the Equalizer and the Expendables, I'm just really busting on dads. Yeah. Well, these are dad <laughs> movies. That's yeah. what they're called. I guess they are. Um. Yeah, I have no relation to these movies. Um, I mean, I hope they're still getting a lot of money for this. <laughs> Clearly, that's why they're doing it. Um, I'm going to say a two. I'm going to say, oh, well, to, to echo, the Hoffman household loves Jason Statham. He used to be kind of like an interesting under the radar action hero. Now he's basically just an action hero. Well, it feels like he gets brought into franchises that need to be like revitalized in a way. Like, I feel yeah. like that's why they brought him into facts, fast X and who knows what well, they else. Brought They'll... him into fast, like four. Well, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Five. I don't even remember. Again, we say it all the time. Keep getting them checks, Jason. But yeah. Me I mean, the Meg must be doing well and that's like fully him. Yeah. Um, well, the Meg 1 made a shitload of money. I, I don't, imagine I don't think the Meg 2 also probably did. I don't think they're making a Meg 3 because I don't think it did. Oh. Um, but yeah, he's really the only thing that I'm interested in. But at this point, I can get my Jason Statham fixed so many other ways these days. And Megan Fox, I don't know. Well, I, she's pretty. Sure. But, so I'm going to say a 4 for Expendables 4. And the last weekend in September... Three, probably three good ones. Okay. So we've got on, on uh, September 27th, it is actually premiering right now in Venice, but it is called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. And that is Wes Anderson's series of shorts. I think the whole thing is less than an hour okay. uh, based on Roald Dahl's stor short stories. Nice. And it's coming straight to Netflix. Everything goes to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wes Anderson. Obviously just killed it with Asteroid City and yep. I was immediately coming back with a series of shorts. You, I love sh shorts often because mm -hmm. it's like, we're in, we're out. You yeah, know, I it's agree. just like quick hitters. Sometimes you get a little bored during a movie. There's just no time for boredom. Just Wes Anderson style without any of the maybe small trappings of his where he falls into like, sometimes the story is secondary to like his glorious style. Well, I want to say, wasn't the French dispatch just like a bunch of shorts? Yeah, I but those shorts that. were long. Yeah, I guess they <laughs> those were Those shorts long. were each like 40 plus minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we loved Asteroid City this year. Mm -hmm. And now he's coming straight back with some Roll Doll stuff with like- That's true, Roll Doll too. Be, is... the, their two perspectives together could yeah, be really cool. Definitely. Uh, I'll give this an eight. 
Eight and a half. <laughs> Roald Dahl's great, though. Or Wes Anderson's great, though, so I'm excited. And on September 29th, we love a sci-fi flick. And I feel like we've been hunting. I feel like at least I've been hunting since like Arrival and Annihilation. Like the next awesome, Mm -hmm. not mainstream sci-fi, like maybe a little more high-minded. Like an original. Yeah, an original idea. So, you know, there's Dune, but Dune got pushed back. But the... Well, Dune's also based off of a book. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think Annihilation was also based on it was book, though. Uh, and on September 29th, the creator comes out starring John David Washington, yeah. who's always awesome so far. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, if you've seen the trailer, it is like AI rose up. It's the Terminator esque AI rose up. And now the robots are in war with the humans. And then there is a young AI girl. Yeah. That uh, inter weaves with john david washington's life and it's you know and apparently she's like a chosen one type of character somehow yeah a potential mishmash of a lot of different yeah things. so i forget where i heard or read this but apparently this director mm-hmm. uh was set to make a star wars movie and then i think that movie he did rogue one right rogue one and then i think he like he wanted to do something else with like the Star Wars universe and they said no. So this is like him kind of answering that, doing his own thing. Um, I saw a preview for this most recently yeah. when we went to the movies and I thought this looked good, really honestly. Cool. Um, and I think it's kind of funny, John David Washington having a movie coming out at the end of September oh. when his dad is having a movie come Washington. out in the beginning. I know. I actually really Nepo like babies. Yeah. I like him to be honest. More more. I think he's oh, pretty he's good. Um, this definitely is intriguing. It looks interesting. I don't know. But do you think we'll rush out to see this? It's hard to really say. I'll give this a six. Six? Yeah. I'm going eight. Okay. I love these kind of movies and hopefully it'll be good. So yeah. right now there's nothing to say that it won't be good. Well, this also kind of reminds me of that Christoph Waltz one uh like an alita battle angel yeah there's like it's like a little bit alita a little but bit people like just, hated that for some reason i thought it was okay it was yeah good. i thought it was okay also but i just remember people just like not liking that yeah so. that was more like an actiony thing because yeah. she was she was a battle angel mm-hmm. but yeah it definitely has that vibe with like the young girl yeah. a- ai uh, it has like a chappy vibe or like yeah. a district nine mm-hmm. sort of saying it feels like it, it's pulling. And then if it's like, she's the chosen one, that's like a little dune. No, of course. So, I know. I know. Yeah. Know, or the matrix. Yeah. You may have stepped out and gone to the restroom, but I remember. Yeah. No, I saw it. That's, I think I wanted to not see it again mm. because like, I feel like it gave away a lot. It does. Uh, a lot of times I will leave the theater for trailers that I feel like I want to see and trailers just give away so much often. Like the whole do. dang movie. Mm. And, fi- oh, no, we did give our score. And finally, on the same day, September 29th, Saw X. A lot of horror movies. Yes, yeah, so they're ramping up to October. I guess each horror movie is trying to get ahead of the onslaught that comes out in October. So that, like, the nun had to move four weeks ahead yeah. of it. Yeah. So Saw, not a franchise I care about literally at all. <laughs> right. So this gets to the heart of horror movie, big fan, horror movie, not fan at all. I convince Irma to see like the more high minded stuff, like the Ari Aster stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, certainly Jordan Peele. But this is way lower on the totem pole. So Irma, I doubt. Have you seen any of them? No, I mean, I want to say like the first one. You're at least aware of it. Yeah. Like they were like, like 
different not memes or clips or yeah. stuff that like went around so like i know some of it um and it's referenced a lot um and jigsaw right is like yep. the clown so i know that but i have no desire and i don't really like body horror like that yeah. and it, it's some of it gets pretty rough but uh so this one is actually so if you followed the franchise at all they killed off jigsaw a while ago oh. the main guy tobin bell and then like people have been taking up the mantle uh, and then I feel like it just doesn't work as well without him. Mm. Uh, and so now this one is apparently a direct sequel to the first one before the second one. And like it's it's Jigsaw going to Mexico, I think. So what would the screen people call this? Oh, my God. Um, In between. Cold? Yeah, because. Yeah. A between. Cold? A re a re. A re a pre sequel. I like it. Pre-sequel, because Pre-sequel. it is before the sequel. Patent that, so Scream has yeah. to come to you if they want to use it. Right. Pre-sequel, that works. Pre-sequel. But yeah, I mean, it was like very obvious the last few movies that like Tobin Bell is really the heart of this. So mm-hmm. without him, it was it was just odd. It was oh, like yeah, this person's yeah. just trying mm-hmm. to. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else is just trying to do what he was doing and it didn't work. So now they're bringing him back. Uh, it'll be a classic case of a guy playing a role that's supposed to be immediately after, but 20 years later. So, so he like, he's going to be very old, uh, but whatever. I didn't whatever. know it was a person. I just thought it was like a tiny little puppet thing. Well, I guess. he uses the puppet like in his videos, but yeah, it's a guy. But yeah, I guess I just didn't think you ever saw him or knew oh, of no, him at him. all. The puppet is sm- is a smaller oh, part of it. Okay. News to me. Uh, I can't but, wait for you to break it down. Yeah. Big announcement. I will be doing, if you follow me on TikTok. Or Instagram at Talk Intense, same name. Um, I will be doing a Seeing Every Saw series leading up to this. So I'm going to rewatch all of them because I've seen them all, but like I don't remember a lot of it. It's been years. So I'm going to rewatch all of them, do little short videos on it, and then I'm going to rank them all leading up to this. And then we'll see where this one falls in line. So what number is this? 10X. But you said the the Nun 9. That was too much for you. But for some reason, Saw 10 is okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Some, some franchise I just like better and the saw ones sometimes they're trash, but like, there's always just something about it that it's, I kind of like how effed up it is. Mm. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. So you're also planning my death as I read Agatha Christie yeah. to get inspiration. You're yeah, watching as revenge saw for all, all your wrongdoing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm not, I, you could get, survive it if you just solve a, a wildly elaborate puzzle. Ah. Yeah. And then you can get out of it. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say, ooh, the last few have been bad, but I think the fact that they're going back, like they understand that. So I'm going to say an, an eight. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty high. Yeah. The saw, the early saws were like a very introductory to my horror love. Okay. I will not be seeing this. Like, at all ever in my life. Yep. And I'll come home and describe well, all of the brutality. So, hold on. So Zach will come home and tell me every single thing that happens in this movie. And I have to say, I'm excited for that. <laughs> so because I'm excited for the description or the Wikipedia download from Zach from this movie, I will give it a seven. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That means my performances are very good. Yeah. Well, I do. I just I enjoy your breakdown and how you describe it and what you like about the movie. Yeah. Anyway, that is it. 
the month of September doesn't seem to be the strongest movie month, but no. it sounds like there'll be a few that might come out of the woodwork and surprise us. And now for some TV. First week of September, right now, we don't watch it, but I know a lot of people do. September 1st, Wheel of Time, Season oh, 2. I watched it. You watched Wheel of Time? Yeah. All right. We talked about this. Oopsies. Sometimes Irma, <laughs> Irma will watch some of these fantasy shows without me. Not that I don't like them, I but love there's a fantasy. lot of them. There are, there's so, a lot. So sometimes when I'm cooking dinner... And I got my headphones in. Irma will, will well, fill her time. thank you for letting me know, because I didn't know this it's was coming a, back. It's out. Okay, so I got to watch <laughs> She's it She's got to watch it. Uh, so I am a zero, because I don't watch it. I mean, the first season was fine. Um, I don't think I have high hopes for the second season. I didn't even know it was out, so here we are. But yeah, I'll watch it five. <laughs> five. <laughs> five. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing... The first week is that football is back. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, September 7th, NFL kickoff, the Chiefs and the Lions. That means every Sunday, every Monday night, Zach will be sitting right there on our couch. Wait, so like in two days? Today's September 1st. Yeah. September 7th. Oh, September What did 7th. I say? Oh, no, I think that's what you said. I just didn't hear you. September 7th. Well, I thought you were talking Next, about the first weekend. No, this Thursday. Oh, this Thursday. Well, okay. Yeah, this Thursday. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And then our beloved New York Jets are the first Monday night football game mm. against the Buffalo Bills. We are very nervous our about Our Lord it. and Savior, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, thank you, AR. Hmm? Uh, so for football to be back, I am a 10. I'm also a 10 because it gets <laughs> Zach to leave me the hell alone. Oh. <laughs> I get some alone time. It's quite nice, actually. And then for the real television, although I guess you watch Wheel of Time. I forgot that I ever watched Wheel of Time. September 8th. So now we're into week two. And new Apple show. I feel like Apple puts out new shows every single month. And I like to highlight them. We've actually been watching a lot of them recently. We have, except for Foundation, I want yeah, to say. Found, well, yeah, Foundation is now season two. So we kind of missed yeah. the first one. It's hard to. Maybe you, that'll be another one while I'm watching dinner. While I'm eating dinner, you'll. Oh my God. <laughs> forget it. Yeah, please. Uh, it's called The Changeling, and it is starring Lakeith Stanfield. Oh. And it is a horror fantasy show. Okay. Uh, where there's a, there's a baby and something's wrong. Like her, him and his uh, wife. It sounds like The Servant. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Except that was on Apple, without right? A, without a maid, apparently. Probably. Without a servant. Uh, that was on Apple, yes. Uh, but Lakeith Stanfield, always good. Yeah. An up-and-comer. Up-and-came kind of already, but yeah. always good. And uh, Apple, we'll see. I have been, like with Hijack and with um, Silo, I have been saying that some of the Apple dramas, I feel like just they haven't gone, like they were too soft-handed. And I'm hoping that this one just goes for it. Like, don't dumb it down. Don't simplify it for me. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say an eight. Whoa. Yeah, it's just like Lakeith Stanfield and the the genre and the vibe. It just feels right. It feels right for Zach. Okay. I'm not sure about this, to be honest. I like Lakeith Stanfield, but I don't know about this genre for me. Um, well, I'll definitely give it a watch the first episode and see how I feel. It could lean more Jordan Peely. You know, okay. It's like you know, yeah. horror fantasy esque. Do we know how long this is? Is this a half hour or an hour? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm gonna say a five. I'll watch it, and yeah, I'll I'll see. 
September 12th. Welcome to Wrexham. Season two comes back. Season three. No, season two. And it's on Hulu. It's on FX on Hulu. So anybody that doesn't know from season one, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney from Always Sunny in Philadelphia bought a football club in Wales Mm -hmm. and they made a whole docuseries about the whole process. Uh, It's really cool. It's really interesting. Just the, you know, lower level leagues trying to build up adds a lot of that intrigue that like we, we like about the hard knocks series where except hard knocks didn't do it that much this, this year, but normally we're highlighting the people that might not make it. Yeah. You know, this is like, these are not rich, famous football players. They are, it's like the third or fourth tier at this point in the, the English league battling to get higher and higher and. The only thing with like this type of show, it's kind of similar to like the F1 or like the 100 foot wave show where like this all already happened. Yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. But, so there's a way to find out what happened. Yeah. Like this has already all happened. I don't know what happened. Okay. I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you can. You certainly use, could. You might already know what happened. I'm just saying like, like with hard knocks, that's happening almost yeah. in real time. I mean, yes, you might know some things, but it's like comes out a week later yeah which i like about hard knocks yeah it feels like unbelievable so much work to do that yeah (laughs) so this makes way more sense on a practical sense um it was also really nice because they like make it a lot about the town as well so the town the city of wrexham in wales like the football club is just very a part of it's just a part of the culture there and like it's these two americans and canadian one canadian one american but like these big wigs from hollywood come in and buy the team and they're trying to help but they're also doing like a really good job of trying to understand that like community yeah, outreach community yeah. outreach and all that. Uh, so I thought it was really good. The first season, season two, we're going uh, an eight. Yeah. An eight as well. This is, oh, I just like like a easy, fun watch. On September 13th and actually kind of in the same vein as the changeling that we just talked about. Okay. On Hulu, it is called The Other Black Girl oh. and it is based on a book. So always pro- a little bit better, potentially, or the pr- proven story. And it is a mystery thriller mm-hmm. where the only black woman at an office, like a, a corporate job, befriends a, a new hire that is the only other black girl, the name. Uh, and then things get weird and okay. there might be something up. Uh, so like this feels like very get outy. Yeah. Like very Jordan Peele. Sums up with with this other black girl. So, Interesting. Yeah. I do love a good mystery show. I don't love thrillers. If I'm being completely honest, I get too much anxiety, mm. which I know sounds crazy because people love thrillers, and sometimes I do. But yeah, I, I'll. This sounds intriguing. I'll say a six. It does sound very intriguing. If it lives up to what I mean, I just compared it to Get Out, which it'll definitely not live up to. But maybe who knows. Uh, but the idea is there and the, the story is there. Apparently it's a good enough book that they, they're adapting it. Uh, so I'll say a seven. Okay. Slightly lower than the changeling. And I think that's only because of Lakeith. On the same day, kind of a, an interesting one, but it sounded cool for the kind of background docu-series. Sometimes things are just interesting. Real life is interesting. Sometimes mm-hmm. this one is called wrestlers on Netflix. And it is about an old WWE wrestler called Al Snow, for anybody that knows. He was really weird in his 
back in the day and his struggle to keep an indie wrestling outfit alive called the Ohio Valley Wrestling. Okay. Uh, so, you know, just like small town, small mm-hmm. company trying to battle against the big boys and stay alive. Uh, a lot of very famous current wrestlers did come from from this scene. So like a lot of most people in wrestling start on these smaller scenes. It's like the minor leagues in baseball. Yeah. Um. So but, you know, it's hard to keep these things alive mm-hmm. when you don't have the big names. And also when like WWE and AEW is just so accessible now. Like it's just everywhere. You can just stream it yeah. everywhere. Um, so it's just a small business, but also kind of like the, like the dance industry where it's about like wrestlers that they just haven't made it. They're most likely not going to get famous off this stuff, but they're trying to, but, and they, they just do it for the love. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, if they, if they harp, if they go over that stuff, it could be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so a seven on the Excitometer. Wow. I don't think I'm that. Excited about this, to be honest. I think I watch wrestling one time of year, and that's only because we watch it with friends, and that's Hmm. WrestleMania in March, I want to say. Other than that, I think the only other wrestling content I watched this year was The Weakest Link, when they all went on, or a bunch of the stars went on The Weakest (laughs) Link to compete for charities, and I thought that was kind of funny. I believe, let me give you one thing to entice you. It is the same creator as Cheer. And Last Chance You. Oh. So. Did I watch Last Chance You? I don't think so. But Cheer, you certainly watched. Yeah, I definitely like Cheer. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's true. Cheer didn't come back this year, actually, now that you say it. Oh, maybe it's over. Yeah, maybe it's over. Well, wasn't there, there was like a lot of controversy. There was wasn't a there? lot of controversy. <laughs> um, so maybe they pivoted to wrestling when they were like, okay, these girls. These, yeah, these certainly people. these wrestlers from the Ohio Valley could not be problematic. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe I'll watch the first episode with you and see how it goes. All right. Um, but I didn't give a score. Oh, you didn't the give a score. Go, go, go. Past me. Go, go, go. Five. Uh, very similar. And this one I think you'll like even better. It is a docu-series on Apple called The Supermodels. Ooh, I've heard of this. I am excited about it this. It tracks the incredible rise yeah. of Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, uh, Linda Evangelista, and Christy Turlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like the 80s and 90s yeah. in the New York fashion scene. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess maybe like Michael Jordan's last dance, but for supermodels. Super yeah. Going back to that era and just like exploring how they really changed everything yeah. about modeling. And I'm excited for this. Yeah. I'm going to give this a nine off the bat. I'm definitely watching this. I well, think I'm definitely watching this. So uh, I'll say a seven, an eight. I'll say an eight. You're watching this. Of course I'm going to watch it. Am I excited for it? interesting like what are they gonna what are they gonna teach me yeah other than look at all these pretty ladies to look at <laughs> oh that's on september 20th i don't know if i said the date september 20th okay same day september 20th this one's just for me Irma's not even gonna give a score american horror story season 12 is called delicate and again it is based on a book called delicate condition mm-hmm. and it stars emma roberts again and like a lot of the mm. returning cast and this one deals with like IVF. Wait, and Kim pregnancy. Kardashian's in this one. Kim Kardashian is in this one. Oh god, she looks insane. Yeah, but um Ryan Murphy brings like a lot of people that are outside of your normal actors along often. So mm-hmm. I mean it is weird that she's gonna be in it, but maybe she'll be really good. 
And I can't, she's not the lead. Like Emma Roberts is the lead. Yeah. So I don't know what she'll be. But yeah, I think Evan Peters is back. Oh, I, I do love Evan Peters. Sarah Paulson always crops up. Yeah, Sarah Paulson. So, and there's always um that older lady. She's always in it. Jessica Lang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like it. I, there was like a small gap where I stopped watching them, but then I've, I I've know, caught yeah. back up I feel like you the didn't last watch few seasons. No, I watched like the last three. I, I, oh. I started again. Um, and this one sounds really good and different than what they've done before. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, six, nah, seven. Oh. Yeah, again, more horror stuff. Give me all the horror Yeah. Stuff. Are these shows, is like American Horror Story actually scary? Yeah, often. Oh. Parts of them are scary. Then like they've gotten, like last season, there was a, a lot of social commentary. Oh. So it was like a, it was, it was about like a, the witches, right? No, that was a while ago. Oh. Uh, last season was like a serial killer going after uh, gay people in the 80s. Oh. I think it was loosely based off actually... I think there's an HBO docu-series coming out right now that's like the actual story. I think that was, the show was loosely based off that. Oh. And they, they and we're not going to talk about the docu-series? Um, no, it came out last month. Oh, oh, oh. So seven for American Horror Story season 12. I'll say two. Maybe I'll be intrigued for the Maybe Kim Kardashian it. of you it all. You want to watch the same thing as wrestlers. You watch yeah. the first season, the first episode. Yeah. If it's too scary, I'm out. Oh. I'm sure I'll see all the memes on on Instagram and TikTok and all that. So, we got three big ones coming up right okay. now. Okay, and probably the biggest one for you that you probably totally forgot about, but on September 21st on Netflix, Sex Education season four, the final season <gasps> comes out. I love this show. We love Sex I Education. I love the show. I mean, yes, you like it too, but I mm. love the show. And then, yeah, these. People like are in the show are like on the rise. Oh yeah, two of them were in Barbie. Three of them were in Barbie. Three of them were in Barbie. You're right. Oh my gosh, everybody I, except Asa. Rewatch the first three seasons. I feel like I hardly remember That's what happened. <laughs> I know, but aren't they short? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll watch it by myself because you're going to be away, so I need uh, it's stuff to watch before that. I will be. Yeah. Away. I love the show. Ten. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic show. I'm it's hilarious. It's, it's ending, but I guess what they're graduating, yeah. so they got it. It's like yeah. all four years of their their high school experience, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's hilarious. It's heartwarming. It's great. Yeah. D Ooh, you said ten. I said ten. I'm going for I gave, it. Ten. I gave football a ten. Yes. <laughs> I'll give uh, yes uh, nine and a half since education okay. season four. And then another one I'm excited for on Peacock. September 22nd, The Continental comes out. It is a John Wick prequel. Well, pre-series. Right. It's a three-part. I thought it was going to be a whole series. Oh, it's only three parts. Yeah. So I thought when I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be this whole series, like, you know, how The Walking Dead did all these spinoffs and they just, they also lasted forever. Mm -hmm. This is a defined three-part series. So presumably like three hours, a yeah. long movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about the Ian McShane character yeah. who went in the seventies when he takes over the Continental Hotel. Yeah. So just like giving us a little more backstory. I love I it. feel like the story of John Wick has gotten like really convoluted. So it might be nice to kind of see where like it all starts I you've been out from. on John Wick for some reason. Yeah, I, I love this series. Yeah. I'm really mad we didn't see John Wick 4 in theaters. Like I'm still pretty all mad right, about it. All right, we're going to see it. it. Uh, uh, stop being mad at me. I'm just telling you how I feel. 
I'm mad that we didn't see it. I could have gone by myself, but I didn't. You could have. I do it all the time. September 25th, I believe, John Wick Chapter 4 comes to Peacock, I assume. Yeah. One of the streamers. Probably, yeah. No, it might be Paramount. Ooh, we'll see. We're going to watch it then. Sorry. I'll say a nine for this. Nine. I'm going to say an eight. Okay. Same day, September 22nd, a new Apple comedy, British comedy. Ooh. It's called Still Up. I love British comedies. And it is about two insomniacs. Oh, that, you? Yeah. Did they film you? Yeah, well, no. I Well, oh, no. <laughs> Did they? Um, two insomniacs that stay up late at night, and I believe they meet uh, online. And so it's like a, a rom-com kind oh, I of. Love it. I don't know. I didn't look too much into it. But like, you know, two people meet, and we'll see what happens One with their relationship. One of them's catfishing the other. Ooh, who knows? Uh, but I have I've given Apple a little bit of grief on their dramas because mm-hmm. I feel like they're 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 they touch them with with kid gloves. Um, but their comedies, I thought I think have been very good. Oh, so you loved the last season of Ted Lasso? Well, Ted, but Ted Lasso, the beginning of Ted Lasso that's was true, great. That's true. And then it was like mm-hmm. then then it got okay. But like shrinking, yeah, we really love shrinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is all like British comedies are, oh, they always have like a special tinge. I agree. That they'd never get too dumb. Usually mm-hmm. there's always like something more sophisticated about them. I'm, it's true though. Normally, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I know. it's just us the accents. dumb Americans. Yeah. yeah. In, in the US, they have to dumb it down for us. So I love a half an hour comedy. I love a, uh, a rom-com situation. So I'm going to give this one an eight. I'm also going to give this an eight. And the last week in September, we have a reality onslaught. Oh, shit. So Erba is, Erba loves reality television. Is Survivor coming back? Oh, don't, that's the first. All right, let's get right to it. She skipped it. Yes! I cannot <laughs> wait, Survivor! September 27th is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I assume it's always a Wednesday on CBS Survivor Season 45. Woo! 45 shit yeah so we've really picked up the survivor banner uh we we're have. not like we're not lifelong watchers we're not, we're not. i think there's a pandemic watch yeah. which i think happened with a, a lot, lot of people, of people. the um, pandemic we started and now we watch every season religiously uh we have we usually set up like a fantasy survivor where us and some friends draft i'm very excited for this i love this show i love watching it i just love talking about it it's an easy show to watch. Um, but then always like dramatic and I know, intense. I know. I don't know how they do it. They're just, it's just, it's very well produced, I think. Um, yeah, well, I think last season uh, was a fantastic one. That's true. I think the, like two or three before that. Well, they also that, got really good people. Right, and you never know who you're going to get. That's true. It the, really does depend the on the two or three before that, I started to be like, I don't know if I need to keep That's watching true. this. That's true. You were out. And then this, the last season. Um, were really was really good. Yeah, like everybody I agree. was super super entertaining. Yeah, yes. um, yeah, not yeah. I don't remember. Jam Jam, Jam Jam, and Carolyn. Yeah, they were great. So like, it it's, it depends on the people. They were just fantastic TV. Yeah. So what's your score? A ten, obviously. Irma's very excitable. Mm-hmm. I try and tamp it down hey, just in case. I'm not. I have. I haven't given that many things a ten this this time. Last month, I think I did. Yeah. Um, but not this month. Uh, Survivor season 45. I'm very excited for this. Uh, a nine. It's always just like a really nice, like Wednesdays are like, yeah. Yeah. We got Survivor. I never feel like annoyed to watch it, but like, oh, we got to watch this again. It's always just exciting. Uh, and then directly after it, Amazing Race 
also oh, starts. Oh, yay! Okay, so, so that comes also back. also started watching The Amazing Race. I know, Race. I know. Well, because it's also, it's a different, I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but I do, and generally, like, like it. I like the relationships. Um, I like seeing where they go, although, like, strange obstacles, I find, like, are kind of silly, but in the same mm-hmm. time, like, I do enjoy it. Yeah, it's a nice palate cleanser from Survivor because sometimes Survivor gets like very political. That's like not political in like the, the politics, capital P, mm-hmm. but just like, you know, the the point of the show is people voting each other off. Yeah. And so it's not like all merit based. Mm-hmm. And then Amazing Race is like you come in first, you continue on. Yeah, exactly. There's no like, oh, man, this person got robbed. It's like, yeah. no, that person messed up. And is going home. So all that we love Survivor mm-hmm. and obviously what makes it special is the voting and like people interacting with people. But it gets very stressful sometimes. Yeah. And it's nice to just have a very merit based like you just did better mm-hmm. and you get to continue on this race. I fully agree. Uh, as a as right after it. Uh, so amazing race. Not as good as Survivor, but a nice palate cleanser. So I lower my score to a seven and a half. Oh, you're so annoying. I'm giving this a nine. (laughs) I'm going to watch it. I love it. Of course. And then the next day, if Irma didn't get enough reality television, then these ones I will not be watching for three hours every... Does that mean it's on Thursday? Yeah. So for three hours every Thursday while I watch Thursday Night Football, Mm -hmm. you will be watching The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise back to back. It's a bit too much, I have to say, of Bachelor. Bachelor in Paradise is the best version of The Bachelor. I have a question. Uh Now that you've kind of fallen in love with Love Island, and that feels a lot more like Bachelor in Paradise, Mm -hmm. do you think you won't like Bachelor in Paradise as much? Um, Because it's like the more of the coupling, I think in general, I don't love The Bachelor franchise as much as I like Love Island in general. Mm -hmm. Love Island is just smarter and it's not like more fun yeah it's not everyone's fighting Mm. like love island they're all kind they're all genuinely friends and they i feel like they all actually care about each other like the bachelor franchise they're all just kind of mean and Mm. i mean they all are friends but i think it's just different i don't know how to explain it but um for either of these i'm gonna watch it i don't know if i'll be like chomping at the bit on Thursdays, you know, to like put it on. I'm going to say five. Five. Yeah. I do. I am intrigued by the idea of the golden bachelor. I know. I like, like I it. really, I, I watched one or two seasons of the bachelor and bachelorette and I was like, I am out. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder like with you commenting that the, like the caddy versus the broy, like whatever kind of stereotypical negative side yeah. of, of the, the groups like how will 50 60 year old women will it be worse because you'll they you don't have at least the excuse of being like oh she's 25 like whatever i know they'll be like I, oh this 55 year old if is they're like, gonna put like a 40 year old woman in really? there like, like a 45 super hot 30 year old no oh my That's, god they can't do 30 well they said they're not gonna go below i think 55 because oh. i think he's 70 something Asshole. like that <laughs> yeah but he looks great yeah, though. yeah i saw um, so right, I think okay. they said the pool sense. won't go below 55, but I do want them to throw in like a 45 year old in there just to like s- undercover 45 year old, just to like stir the pot yeah. and see how the women react. And also like normally with the bachelor, like you, it ends with an engagement. I kind of don't think it should end that way, but 
like this, like he kind of said, like, no, like I just want to find someone to like spend the rest of my years with. Yeah. Like, and I don't think it will end in an engagement, which I kind of like, you know? So I hope maybe this kind of reinvigorates the whole Bachelor franchise in general and maybe like changes the rules slightly. So we'll see. I think this is going to be different. One more question. Mm -hmm. Is he, do you know about like, have you watched something like a trailer about him? Yes. Is he a widower? He is. Okay. Yeah. So it His could be. Oh, no. Yeah. It could be like kind of nice. Yeah. Right? I like agree. an old man kind of like up <laughs> an old man, like, you know, rediscovering love. Yeah, absolutely. It depends how trashy they get with it, though. Like, maybe they'll take it more seriously. I think they will. He or, seems well, like I guess a classy the bachelor, guy. Like... The problem with the bachelor is they take it too seriously. But it maybe is. it'll make more sense with like, maybe not serious is a bad word. More like sentimental. Yeah, I agree. Maybe I'll watch the first episode. Well, because I think like, <laughs> so he was being interviewed and he started crying over like his wife. That's what I want to see. And it was like very heartwarming. Like, I think she died suddenly at like oh. 55. So it's been a while, though. I think so. A little bit. Maybe he's not 70. I don't know. Some somewhere like that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I think they have like three daughters and he just like. Oh, that'll be a classic one. Interviewing the, yeah. the new mom. I don't know. Flipping it just all it. See, But they all they want him to do this, it yeah. seems like. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it, I think it has the potential. I'm moving my zero up to a three. So maybe I, I convinced will, you. I, here's the thing. I am just not going to watch two hours of it every week. I know. But maybe I'll like well, no, pop in. I think in. this is an hour and then the, uh, the oh, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise is, is two. like two hours. Yeah. Like I think they've shortened this maybe one. Maybe I'll pop in and out. We'll yeah. see. Uh, and okay. Well, when you're like freaking out about fantasy football, you'll mm. storm into the yeah. bedroom and yeah. And finally, last finally. show. Finally. Okay, yep. great. Last show of the, of the month, September 29th. The Amazon The Boys spinoff called Gen V. Uh, and it is a X-Men-esque academy of a college that... I thought it was high school. No, it's a, it's a university. Oh, okay. It's called mm, Godolkin University. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's how they'll pronounce it. We'll find out. Godolkin. Um... Why? Why do they have to call it that? Why I don't they know. Just... There must be. It must be like a person's name. Okay. Uh, and it is set up by the Vaught industry for aspiring young adult superheroes. Uh, so yeah, it reminded me like what some of the things that I like most about X Men is when they concentrate on the academy, the high school. Yeah. So it has potential to be really cool. It could be like a like. A, a classic mix mashup of like what the boys has done mm -hmm. in like a pretty dark display yeah, of superheroes mm -hmm. with, you know, your classic high school coming of age. Angst. Yeah. yeah. I just don't, I, I wonder how they'll incorporate the, we kind of found out everything about like these superpowers is all yeah, the, the manufactured serum, and like yeah, bullshit. Was given to you as a baby. Yeah. Well, but I guess that like, these are the people that they gave it to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued for sure. I mean, The Boys is pretty brutal. I do love that show. I think it's really great. But for a high school setting, I'm just like, I'm not sure how they're going to do it, like what the tone is going to be. I'm sure it'll be a little bit lighter. Yeah, I hope it'll. I hope it's lighter. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. I hope it's like lighter. I hope it's funnier, though. I do think The Boys is pretty funny. Um, so I do think that this like has like potential to be really good. Yeah. Uh, I'll say a seven. Yeah. So as awesome of a kind of supervillain 
that Homelander is mm-hmm. because he is so scary. It does like it's like a, it, it's really dark. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's very him. dark. It's gotten darker. Ex- yeah, yeah. Are, right. As he's become more and more yeah. evil, it's like man, he's he just he's killing everybody and doesn't care. Yeah, and like whatever. I mean, that's the point. Is like, what if Superman was just awful? So yeah, I get your point that the boys is sometimes difficult. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm assuming this will be like that, like a mashup of that style, slightly lighter. And then hopefully, yeah, like they, a tanks, a tanksty, an angsty teenage story. So I'm going to say uh, 10. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was thinking nine and said 10. I'm going to say a nine. <laughs> my brain what farted. Happened? I don't know. I had a little meltdown. Oh my there. God. We have to put the air back on. You're <laughs> dying. Uh, yeah. So on that note, that is it. That is all of the television Thank you very much. September's a weird month all around. I feel like the TV could could be pretty good. The movies are uh, odd. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't mind taking a slight break from going to the movies. It's been a lot recently. Recently, yeah, big and summer also, of like, movies. Awesome just, flicks, though. No, I agree. I just always eat like shit when I'm there. True. Though I've been trying to be better about like not getting snacks. But it is kind of hard because sometimes you just want a snack, and I yeah. I always go for the Starburst, which is not good. But whatever. Movies without a bucket of popcorn just doesn't feel right. Uh, I see. I'm not a big popcorn fan. I know that sounds crazy, but I've just never liked the movie theater popcorn. I think it's way too salty. Mm, and it's I hit know, or miss. Yeah. Sometimes it's great, though, and I love it anyway. Well, I got popcorn most recently and I spilled it all. Yeah. Actually, I think. <laughs> for my birthday. I think most times you get popcorn, somehow you spill it. Well, because it's too big. I just don't I understand. don't need all of this freaking popcorn. That's why I get the kids pack. Yeah, get the kids pack. Look out for the next episode coming as soon as we record it and I edit it. Uh, our trimester awards, our second trimester awards, which is filled with just absolute bangers. I don't even know. I, I'm I'm saying I'm telling you right now I'm cheating because I'm just gonna call out a bunch of movies, so who knows if I'll be able to give a best? I'm so bad at giving a best. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Craig for the production assistance, and thank you to John Welsh for our intro and outro music. Subscribe, please, so you know every time we post a new episode. Follow us on all the social medias: TikTok, Instagram. Twitter. Did I say that? X, formerly known as Twitter. Do we have a Twitter? Yeah. Oh. At Talk Intent without the G. It's popping off. Uh, From our living room to yours. What do you want to watch?